the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Happy Friday to you and yours. This, of course, is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, it's all downhill from here. Because we have reached the summit. We have reached the peak, the mountaintop. We planted our flag yesterday as we went five for five. I think for the first time ever in the history of the Faith That Always podcast, some 40-plus episodes. And we got every single, every single player prop correct, which is uh, uncommon, unforeseen. And like I said, you know, it's all down the mountainside from here. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Brad. You know that. You can't uh, knock one out of the park and then expect you're going to come up on the next at bat and hit another grand slam. You're probably going to do a slow roller to the pitcher uh, <laughs> who's going to underhand toss it over to first. You're going to take your helmet off, slam it on the ground because you missed an opportunity. No, but you know what? We celebrate the wins. You and I have always said this. We own up. We own up to it. Yeah, we, we got, got it. it. Right, got it. Which means we're going to celebrate when we knock it out of the park, which we did last night. And I'm looking forward to today's pod because we got some more fun player props for this weekend. Yeah, we stare down the sports book as we were rounding the bases uh, with that 5-for-5 five five performance for sure last night. Bat but, flip. Bat flip. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, bat flip, stare it down, charge the mound if necessary. Uh, that's how uber confident we are right now coming off the high of Thursday Night Football. Hopefully, we can stay sizzling here into week number two's main slate. And if you want to get in on all that action, maybe release some Major League Baseball uh, wagers, the NHL, the NBA playoffs, uh, PGA, got a major going on right now. Whatever you want, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now and download their America's top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. And when you do so, uh, they have got a smoking deal for all new users. You get a chance to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team, any team right now in the NFL that you think is going to win straight up. That's right. If you bet $1 on any team, you could turn it into a cool Benjamin, if that team wins, how could you pass that up? And if you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to scout their latest offers across the board and bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, a sportsbook that goes wherever you go. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Again, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use that promo code FTN during sign-up for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get to Friday's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's start things off in the desert as the football team from Washington is going to make that cross-continental trip. And I am going to take the under on Terry McLaurin receiving yards at 61 and a half. And here is the logic behind it. Look, Patrick Peterson was not involved in any shadow coverage in week one. Why? Uh, because San Francisco's number one receiver was Kendrick Bourne. 
or Trent Taylor or Dante Pettis, a ragtag group, clearly McLaurin is the main exotic luxury car within this wide receiver core of the Washington football team. And I think Peterson is going to be draped all over him like white on rice. Peterson last week in 37 coverages only had three balls thrown his direction, did not give up a reception. And you look at McLaurin's week one performance against the Eagles, uh, five targets, 61 yards, right at this number, no touchdown. But Dwayne Haskins still tossing wounded ducks all over the field. He was dead last Lundy among quarterbacks in week one and adjusted completion percentage. I think it's going to be more of a Steven Sims game, maybe even Antonio Gibson. Woo, spicy meatball. Terry McLaurin, I am under 61 and a half yards. Fade or follow? I'll follow on this one for sure. I think that McLaurin's numbers last week, 61. I just don't see him maybe once or twice over the course of the season just truly busting out in those negative game scripts. But Haskins has got to figure out how to throw the damn ball, Brad, because (laughs) um, it really doesn't matter how open McLaurin gets against other teams, not against the Cardinals. Without Haskins getting him the ball, it's going to be trouble. I think uh, scary Terry is uh, not going to be so scary because he is going to be frustrated uh, because he's not getting the ball the way that he should. He's got a quarterback that can't seem to do it. Washington's got to find an answer there under center. They don't have it right now. And certainly in this matchup in the desert, Terry McLaurin is in trouble. Be afraid. Be very afraid of Patrick Peterson. Number four. All right, let's go to a little mandatory Montgomery Jackals. And here is the prop. 54 and a half rushing yards for the Chicago Bears running back. Uh, And I'm, of course, taking the over. Why else? Everything for me is a heaping glass of optimism. When I see Dave Montgomery in front of me on the page and I'm feeling, you know, all warm and fuzzy about his prospects of hitting the over this week against this New York Giants front and which Benny Snell looked like Jerome Bettis with bottle rockets strapped to his cleats uh, over 100 yards last Monday as a unit. The Pittsburgh Steelers running backs average 4.8 yards per carry against this front. Now, the Bears do not have the offensive line of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but Montgomery coming off a game in which he was shaking off the rust because, remember, he had missed some uh, practice time with that groin injury. He only saw 64% of the opportunity share. I think that increases, but he was impressive on the limited work. 13 carries for 64 yards, a 3.54 yak per attempt, five total evaded tackles, and he was number four in total yards created. As long as he can carry over that efficiency, Getting in that 15 to 17 carry range. I think it's 70, 75 yards and a touchdown this week. And he crushes the over on 54 and a half rushing yards. Is it mandatory for you on Montgomery? Over or under, fade or follow? I don't even know why you bothered to ask. I mean, you just sit there and talk <laughs> about David for a while. I'll sit back. I'll drink my coffee. We'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to follow you on this one because of what we saw last week uh, against Detroit. To me, knowing that he was questionable going in, knowing that groin injury, but then seeing him getting a decent workload, 13 carries, as you said, getting up over 60 um, in the yardage category. To me, that was encouraging because obviously anytime you see somebody questionable on the on the injury report, you don't know what to expect. Now, a groin injury does not sound like fun. No, no, it does not sound like no, fun. No, it doesn't. Uh, and so I'm always worried that that sort of thing could wind up getting aggravated again. But at least at this point, with what we have seen from him, he is healthy. He is ready to go. The Bears need him. Uh, and yes, Chicago does not have an O-line that is the same as the Steelers. But I think they're good enough up against this Giants team to be able to give Montgomery some uh, some increased reps, some increased snap share. And that's going to translate to more yards. I'll follow. 
The over. It's mandatory. Number three. All right, let's go to our monkeyknifefight.com, monkey knife fight prop of the day. Uh, presented, of course, by monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now. Log on. Use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you sign up as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Not a foot-long sandwich from Subway. Just a free $5 entry that maybe you could buy multiple Subway sandwiches if you end up hitting it. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. It's a unique DFS experience. It's just more or less over or under on fantasy points, on receiving yards, on passing touchdowns, whatever they offer on a specific player. Uh, you can get a little action on it uh, and hopefully win too because you're going up against the house and not against a bunch of lineup accumulators like in other DFS games. Again, FTN is that promo code at monkeyknifefight.com. And let's go to the oh! – See all smash all modern day football Frankenstein. That is Derrick Henry, and he gets Jacksonville on the docket this week. Ninety six point five rush yards. Of course, I'm going to take the over. What has Derrick Henry done in his career against the Jags? Shove dudes into different dimensions with his stiff arms. There's a whole bunch of animated gifts and memes right now that you can find on social media, and it's usually Henry. And a Jacksonville Jaguars a safety or linebacker attempting to tackle him, and he displaces his head. Uh, now, in the last four games, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride against the Jags. Uh, 238. And we all remember that game. I think it was a Thursday night game he went for a couple of years ago. 57, he followed up next. 159, and then 44. So it's kind of those even odds, kind of the Brett Saberhagen, if you will. But look, he had 31 carries. For 116 yards, exhaustive workload against the Broncos in week one. An uncharacteristic 2.17 yak per attempt. The Jags, uh, meanwhile, respectable against Colts running backs, giving up just 3.8 yards per carry, 76 yards on 20 rush attempts. But uh, Henry, generally speaking, has owned this franchise. And if he gets a similar workload as he got last week, he'll easily hit the century mark. So I am on the over and comfortably Fade or follow me, Derrick Henry over 96.5 rush yards uh, against Jacksonville. I'll follow on this one as well because I think the volume is going to be there, Brad. Remember, he got that buck 16 against Denver in the Monday nighter, but his longest run was 13 yards. Um, you know, yeah. he was he was doing it just through the volume and just continuing to try to smash through that line. I do think that against Jacksonville, he will find a way to break at least one, not talking about 40, 45 yards, but I think he's going to be able to break at least one run, maybe multiple, where he gets up over 15, 20 yards on that particular carry. And that's really all you need in this particular monkey knife fight bet to be able to say that he's going to definitely have more than 96 and a half yards. See all smash hole. Number two. All right, uh, let's go back to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's work in another a player prop here, and it is Raheem a Mostert. Is he a Mostert in fantasy? Eh, not so fast, my friend. I am on the under 64 and a half rush yards against the Puddle Jumpers of New York. Cross-continental trip for him going from San Francisco uh, to the Big Apple, actually, New Jersey. Uh, but here's the thing about the Jets. They're awful everywhere with the exception of one specific area, and that is defending the run. They were unyielding in that category last year, and so far in that department, uh, with one game under the belt, they are resembling the team of 2019. They gave up just 3.2 yards per carry to Buffalo RBs in the opener. Now, Mostert, 
had 19 touches against the Arizona Cardinals, just a 1.87 act per attempt, which isn't like him. Only forced one missed tackle in week one. He had a banner fantasy output largely through the air, uh, but he only had 56 rush yards on 15 carries. Remember, Tevin Coleman was limited to just 12.1% of the snap share because of the high AQI, the air quality index reading. Remember, Coleman has that sickle cell condition, so he barely played. That will not play a factor in Jersey in this one, so you may see a little bit more T see on the field, uh, reduce workload for Mostert, and given the unsavory opponent, at least the matchup, uh, I think he goes under, again, comfortably here, 64 and a half rush yards. Fader, follow. I'll follow, Brad. This is one of those ones where if you sit back as a as a football fan and all you pay attention to is the fact that the Jets, you go, oh, the Jets are terrible. Yes, but as you said, they are good in one very particular area, and that is slowing down the run. I also agree with you when we're talking about Coleman. Um, I think we could be looking at uh, a reduced opportunity for Mostert, which is the other yep. reason why I think this is an easy follow. I think that RBBC, those four letters that fantasy owners hate oh. so much, is most Ooh. definitely going to show its head in Jersey this weekend, so I will follow and we'll stay under. RBBC gives me the heebie-jeebies. Number one. All right, last one. A number one uh, player prop of four-week number two's main slate. I'm on the over. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, not the the tool time or the uh, home improvement version that was probably pinned up on Lundy's wall. He had a poster uh, in his youth uh, in regards to JTT. I'm talking about John the Taylor, the product of the University of Wisconsin. Hanson, who is going to be the starting running back. Yeah, he's going to work in tandem with Naheem Hines. Uh, but you got to love the matchup this week against Minnesota, and that's why I'm crushing the over on 67.5 rush yards. Look, uh, just 9 for 22 on the ground last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And really an uncharacteristic 2.00 yak per attempt for Taylor in that one. Just two evaded tackles on his 15 total touches. He did have six catches for 67 yards in that contest, but I think he's going to get his feet back underneath him, resemble the running back that had an appreciable yak that forced a ton of missed tackles as a member of the Badgers last season at the FBS level. And you look at Minnesota. This is one of the weakest, one of the saddest defenses collectively in the NFL, where you're talking about the back end, whether you're talking about the front end. Last week against the Green Bay Packers, 4.96 yards per carry. I can't get rid of this Wisconsin-Chicago accent now. Uh, they allowed to the running back position, specifically 28 carries for 139 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones went for 16 for 66, so just shy of this proposed number and a TD, but behind a top-five offensive line. It's got to get significant push. I think Taylor... At home, goes for at least 75 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Fader follow over 67 and a half rush yards for the rookie. First of all, it was not a poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but if we want to talk about Alyssa Milano, you and I can have a completely different discussion here. Yes. Uh, I'm going to follow you on this one as well, Brad. I think this is going to be a volume game for him. We know that Hines will be a part of it. I know that, you know, there's that chance maybe that you just kind of sneak in just a little bit of Jordan Wilkins here and there, but not enough to where I'm concerned about Jonathan Taylor hitting this number. Uh, Going up against Minnesota, who, uh, you know, we used to talk a lot, uh, you know, a few years back about Minnesota's defense not so much now Uh, so I'm liking this matchup for Taylor let's take the over are they the purple people greeters (laughs) instead of eaters Uh, well they've got the ability to stop the run about the same as that old man that's the greeter at Walmart Walmart. so yes yeah Yeah, that's that's an accurate uh, I think comparison there that's a fair comp 
for the Minnesota Vikings, a Walmart greeter on defense. And that is a wrap on today's edition of the Faith the Noise podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, me at Noisy Huevos, Lundy at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and or review. It really helps out this show and its longevity. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. And use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, get 10% off your subscription today. Have a splendid weekend. And until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.